to Absolute Redmond Podcast. Hope everyone's enjoying their bank holiday Mondays. I'm here as always, trying to provide you with as much content as possible. Tonight on the show, we have Anthony Carlisle. Hello, Anthony. How's it going? Yeah, good. Thank you, Ben. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Thanks. Not bad. I'm trying to uh, get myself into work mode for tomorrow, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go see some fireworks after this, so it's not quite over yet. No, it's good. Yeah. All right. So, first question I always ask everyone on this show. Um, obviously, you can go into as much detail or as little detail as you want. But how has COVID been for you and how has it affected your life? If I'm honest, I haven't really felt the effects of it except for like socialising. Because yeah. like, with, with my job, nothing, nothing's really stopped. Like, yeah. we're, still, we're still going as normal as you would expect from the armed forces. But it, yeah. it, is, it is like it's... I understand all the social dis. I understand how hard it's been for people, but yeah. unfortunately for myself, until the last month, like month, worked the whole thing with like mm. on a normal working pattern. It was only the last month or two that people around me in the section at work were starting to get it or have symptoms and things like that. So mm. it's not actually affected me too much. There we go. I love that question because it always has such a varied answer. So uh, some people I know, it's really like, you know, completely turn their life upside down. But it sounds like you're in a similar situation to me. But you've just carried on regardless and uh, forgotten that it's been a thing, I think. Yeah, it's just, I, I, yeah. I would like to say I've been quite lucky I, until, mm. well, until the last month. Like I said, my mum my mom had COVID in the last month, but she's the only yeah. one in my immediate family that's had it yeah so been been really lucky i understand that there are people who are a lot more mm. unfortunate and it's like you say affected a lot of businesses and things yeah. like that which is a massive shame mm. but hopefully yeah. they'll come back and we'll yeah. be fine that's it do you get to um work from home when you work for the armed forces uh they did a little bit where they were doing like a week about but because of the nature yeah. of my job I'm, I'm an aircraft engineer in the navy so yeah yeah, yeah. pretty much all hands on there. There's a few yeah. times that we've been fortunate, but at the moment, um, yeah, because we're hands on, it's it's more we're in and we're working. But they do try to maintain social distancing. They do try and look after us. They yeah, yeah. they ask us to get vaccinated if if we want to, and you can opt yeah. out if you don't want to. And yeah, it's it's not as dictatorship wise as you'd think. It's quite nice. Yeah. Yeah, trying to build a Lynx helicopter or a um, Sea King from home would be quite difficult, I imagine. Unfortunately, both of those are now out of service. So oh, it is the the Merlin and the Wildcat. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I work on the Merlin, so I've not had nice. to touch a, I've not had to touch a Wildcat. So. Yeah, cool, cool. Right, so we're basically just um gonna promote the hell out of your marathon because obviously you're running for a good charity um just for first things first when is your marathon uh it's on october 3rd i'm running in the london marathon i actually got a, a ballot place for running for charity i, I thought on the off chance i was like oh you know what i'll i'll have, I'll have a go up I'll, I'll put my name in the app what's the worst yeah. they can say no I've tried, I've tried the main ballot for the last three years and not got in because it's always been something I wanted to do. And then yeah. when I got to the charity place, I pretty much snapped their hand off. So, yeah. 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 So that's for, is it, what's the name uh, of the charity? Sorry, I've completely drawn a blank. Uh, I'm running in, in, in aid of Great Ormond Street Hospital. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the, the oh. children's hospital based up in London, uh, who are at the forefront of all things working with children and mm. diseases. So, yeah, do you um get the opportunity to go there? I haven't yet, but then because I live in Dorset, I've not had the opportunity mm. to get up there. But I'm, we're due when we go up, um, yeah. and obviously with COVID as well. I'm pretty sure the dentist want to wrap the dude, yeah, yeah. running yeah. around. So, but because we've got to go up to register. Um, I've, I'm mm. taking the life up, and I'm, I think I'm gonna tr gonna try and go up. But the people, the yeah. people at the charity are fantastic. They they always send out positive emails. They've got their own Facebook group on, yeah, like, for all of us charity runners on Facebook, and it's it's really good. They offer loads of support, loads of advice, and like yeah. so they sent they sent me a vest, and I was like, oh yeah, large will be all right. Now large mm -hmm. is too small. 
So yeah. <laughs> I just messaged them and they, they sent me out another vest. They send you like letters to to do like your your iron on letters for your your names, which is really nice. Yeah. You can personalize it. They they, hmm. they couldn't do much more. They're, they're so supportive. It's really nice. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, obviously, um, having a child myself, I know how uh, tough that must be to go through all of that. So yeah, you've picked a good charity there, mate. Well done. Well, um, I, I picked it because so I, I'll, I'll give yeah. you a story as to why I picked it. So um, my my wife's mum, Julia, she she had a daughter before my wife um, who um, had meningitis. Yeah, and at the time, like this was forty years ago, so it would it would have been Rachel's fiftieth um, birthday this year. So it's it's quite fitting that I've ended up in the marathon on her fiftieth birthday year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so they they were providing her with a lot of care and a lot of support, and it was when well, I was talking to mum and she was like like saying how like they looked after her and how they've got like a housing housing bit up there like where they put people up, and yeah. it's all free of charge and it's all done through charitable donations. And then hearing yeah. that, I was like, right, I I'm glad I put my name in the hat for that. And then when I got in, I was like, oh oh wow. But unfortunately, yeah. they provided the care for Rachel. Unfortunately, she she didn't make it which yeah. is it's hard and it's been hard on the family but mm. that's that was the reason i was like right i'm gonna do that because yeah. as hard as 26 and 26 and a bit miles is that's mm. absolutely nothing compared to what parents are going for every day sure. with their children yeah, yeah. and things like that so i was mm. like i'll put myself through it I'll, i'm fine with that and we'll see what happens yeah it's a good attitude to have yeah so have you ever done anything like this before absolutely not no First, <laughs> yeah it was I, I thought i don't mind running but yeah mm. 26.2 miles has always been a bit like oh my god that's that's a bit of a way but yeah then then when i got in i was like all right i'll give that a go and mm. it, I, it'd be okay wouldn't it what's, what's the worst that can happen that's it yeah I've got it here in front of my laptop. I've got um, one marathon equals 42.195 km. Yeah. So I could run about 10 km and I actually feel like I'm about to leave planet Earth. Okay. So sort of what's your training been and what's your diet been sort of going into this? How are you? Been, yeah, my training has been very intermittent because I play, I play football as well. So yeah. mm. obviously with pre-season and things like that and the season's now started and I think we're like eight, eight or nine games in. So I've, I've played today and, but I've got, I've got it so I can track all my stuff while I'm playing. I did yeah. 10K today and nearly a kilometre of that was in sprints, which is yeah. always lovely. Um, and yeah. yeah, so it's been, it's been a bit intermittent. I've, I've done a, I ran a half marathon when we were yeah. living in Yeovil and that took me up Ham Hill, which I, I don't know if people know. But yeah. Imagine- Brisk, but bigger. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't so, stop. No, uh, trying to run up there, and then on the way back down, it sent me for a farmer's field after it had been raining, which was delightful. I was absolutely covered in mud. <laughs> Love it. It's it's been it's been a bit intermittent. I wish I wish I'd given it a real good go, mm. but at the same time, I feel like I can. I feel like I'm ready. I, I feel on the day the excitement's going to be there and that'll carry me through a lot of it i think that'll carry yeah. everyone through it and I'm, I'm i'm so excited to get it done i really yeah. am so yeah, now, so there we go so when does your just giving um thing end just quickly because i want to promote that first and foremost I'm, really i'm not 100 sure i'll have to get back to you with that um okay i think it after the marathon Okay, yeah, but because uh, I set it up, so I started my I started my fundraising as, as found out I started my fundraising, and I've been trying to promote as much as I can and raise as much as I can. I've had some very generous donations. I know, obviously, with COVID times have been tough for everyone, and mm. I, I'm happy with the amount I'm on at the moment. But if I could raise more, I'd be even happier. Yeah. So, how much have you currently raised, and what's your target? Well, my target was two thousand pounds, and I'm currently on three thousand and five pounds. Okay. I know three thousand thirty-five pounds. I had a I had a donation today from my mum. There we go. Bloody hell! Bearing in mind, I've been fundraising since 
December last year. My mum donated yeah. this week. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's, it's going well. Um, I've got a I've got a few more bits in the pipeline as well. Like a lot of local businesses in Bridport have provided me with um, some goods from their shops, and yeah. a lot more have promised to do so. So I've got to go around and collect them, and I'm going to do a big raffle down at the football club. And the football club are. Because I play for Bridport, they they've got behind me and they've said, "Yeah, we'll sell tickets for you. We can we can do it from like from the door. We can do it over a couple of weeks." Yeah. So it's it's really nice to have that support. Yeah, it's amazing. You don't feel like you're running by yourself, then, do you? In a way. No, and I also want to do a sponsor a mile going forward as well. So my th- my thinking with that is like people donate ten, fifteen, twenty quid or whatever, and then they can name like like their child or family yeah. member or something like that i'm going to get all the names printed on my vest mm. so like mile one could like for example I, I i put it on my instagram a few weeks ago like mile one for bob edwards and i'll get yeah. mile one bob edwards on my vest as well so when i do that mile that mile they come around with me with that mile sort of thing mm. so it could be in, in memory of someone or someone who's never got to do the marathon or never never wanted to do the marathon nice. yeah yeah just an idea mm. that I've given by a fundraising friend. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you've really thought it through. Um, yeah, it's cool to like sort of play tribute to people, isn't it? And yeah, that's remember it, the people that couldn't quite make it and remember the yeah. people that are still with us and that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's exactly it. There's a lot of people that would would love to be in the marathon and would love to be in my shoes that aren't going to be able to or haven't ever got in a ballot or never got selected for a charity base. So for me, if, if they want to be part of it, I'm, I'm more than happy to have, have them on there. I did have a couple of my mates who have now moved to Canada. They were like, oh, well, can I get Seymour Butts on there? And I was like, no, you can't. Like throwing <laughs> yeah. out the old Simpsons ones. I was like, no. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, let's try and keep it a bit serious because uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a heavy subject, isn't it? Yeah, I, I know they're only messing around. I know, I know they're very supportive. One of my friends has done; he's done two marathons himself. He did the New York and the Paris. Hmm. Okay. And my my whole thing is, as long as I beat him, I, I'm happy. Yeah. So. Is that a possible future marathon that you plan on doing, or are you just going to do the London one and see what happens? All depends on how I, how I do. If I do under four hours, I think I qualify for more. So, oh right, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. opens up a few doors. I'd, I'd like to do. The, I've got a friend who he currently hold, holds two world records for the London Marathon. He was the fastest man in a wedding dress. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, and he was the fastest zombie right. uh, around the London Marathon. And his times are phenomenal. He's running in the Berlin Marathon um, the week before the London Marathon. And yeah. like he, he, honestly, it's like for, for me, he's like a, a running inspiration. Like I see his times, and he's doing like he went out for a run yesterday night, I think it was, and he's yeah. doing like seven seven minute miles for like twenty two miles. And I'm there, like, how on earth are you doing that? Yeah. Like dressed up for that as well, or is that practice? Pardon? Is he dressed up for those as well, or is that just for the real thing and not for practice? No, he doesn't dress up for practice. Oh, so he dressed up for the real things, and it was good. He lives in Manchester, so I, I don't actually get to go running with him, which is a bit of a shame. But he's uh, he, he's he's so passionate about it, and he's he's so such a talented runner. And yeah, it's and I've got another friend who keeps keeps dropping me little messages. My friend Liam from the Navy. He's he's just left the Navy now, and yeah. he's he's really into his running, and he's. Oh, another one who's like my run inspiration at the moment because yeah. it's it's hard like when you're trying to get out on the pavement on your own and it's like raining and it's horrible and, mm. and yeah got, I totally get that yeah you get those little I messages think, of like get out there you yeah I think what sort of this isn't obviously me comparing myself to you because that's just simply not the case at the moment but um the thing that sort of flicked in my head when I started jogging was I'm looking for reasons to not go. Yeah. And I tried to flip it on its head and say to myself, you know, I'm looking for reasons to go out. Like I want to feel a bit healthier and I want to sort of like, even if it's lightly raining, I don't want to go out in a typhoon sort of torrential, but like, it's so easy to just not do stuff nowadays, isn't it? Yeah. Massively. So I listen- turning that around. Yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts by Dave Boggins. 
And yeah. he's he's exactly that. He's ultra marathon runner, ex US Navy SEAL, ex you name it, he's done it in the forces in, in America. And yeah. he's the same. He says every, everybody's looking for that excuse to not do something. But what about all the excuses you have to do that thing? Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. I'm very lucky. Like, the, the wife kicks me out some morning. She's like, right, you're going for a run. Off you go. And I'm like, oh, do I have to? <laughs> but then I get out and yeah. start running. I'm like, actually, yeah, this is lovely. Yeah. Once you get out, that's it. That's the first step, isn't it? Yeah. And then the rest is uh, just muscle memory, really, isn't it? Yeah. So um, just quickly on the whole diet thing, sort of what have you done in that area to um, prepare for your thing in October? Eating absolutely everything as normal. Okay. So it's, it's one of those, because you're, you're doing so many calories when you're running, you, yeah. find you, just, you just eat more because you're constantly hungry because you're burning so much. And, yeah. But then I, I do, I try not to eat, like, eat poorly anyway because I, I like to look after myself. I try to look after myself. Yeah. And I try to eat well and I try to look after myself with my supplements and stuff like that. Like if I can't yeah. have a decent meal and, Things like that. But I've, I've walked in the door and the missus has cooked me a chili con carne, so I'm excited for that. <laughs> Love it. I try not to keep you too long, mate. <laughs> no, 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 it's a- absolutely fine. It's, she knew I was, she knew I was doing this, and she knew I had That's something it. today. So there we go. So yeah, everything's business as usual then in the uh, kitchen department. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I, I have tried to stay away from the donuts, but they are my Achilles heel. Mm. So, and, and I'm not talking about one. I'm talking about a pack of five. Strawberry, oh, right. strawberry donuts. You can quite often oh, yeah. sit in the car and destroy them. Yeah, one of the um, things about sort of driving home from football, for example, is service stations on the way back, I suppose. Yeah, driving those Krispy Kreme boxes. <laughs> yeah, Krispy Kreme are a, yeah. are a, they're a delight. They are, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you can have one at the end. I'm going to have when a box at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the last like half mile, you should get a box. Someone should pass you a box. <laughs> eat your I, I, think I, I think I'll just stop. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, like have, I have tried to not drink alcohol while I'm mm. while I'm training. I had a I had a beer on Saturday because we got our first win of the season. Yeah, so I treated myself to a to a cold beer Saturday night, yeah. but I'm trying not to drink until after the marathon, and then I'm gonna gonna have a few, I think. Yeah. No, that makes sense cool so um gear wise did you already have all the gear that you needed to do your marathon no no definitely not so <laughs> i was running in uh, an old pair of trainers that I, i've had for about mm. 14 pre-seasons yeah and yeah yeah. so i treat, went and had a, a proper gait analysis and all of that down at runners world in exeter and the guys there were absolutely fantastic. And they were like, well, you're you're lucky you've got a neutral gate. You can wear whatever you want. So I treated myself to some Nike Zoom Pegasus shields because at the time it was raining every weekend. And yeah. they've, they've been really good. But then when it starts, like, started going into the spring and into the summer, they got a little bit hot wearing those. So I treated myself yeah. to some, some Brooks, but I only got a, a cheap second-hand pair off eBay. Yeah. And, and then I've treated myself to some Reeboks, hopefully for race day, but I've got to try and break them in because I got a warm the other day and I got a blister. So I was like, oh, might, yeah, might have to yeah. break them ones in a little bit. But so far they've been, they've treated me well. They're, they're comfy. Yeah. And they're, they're really light. There we go. Yeah. I don't know too much about long distance other than my 10Ks now and then about like the different types of shoes. I know there's obviously different terrain that you run on and you know you've got to bear that in mind but um are there, are there specific sort of makes for marathon running uh no not really like you, you can pretty much pick up whatever whatever you want for a running shoe but a lot of i see a lot of people wearing like your brooks or your yeah. um, on run seem to be really popular at the moment i, yeah. I personally I, I didn't get on with them um yeah uh nike the nike zoom alphas i think they are the, they've just really are oh, they're unbelievable the technology in that shoe to try and make you a, the best running you can be is phenomenal yeah. but they're like 200 something quid and i'm like i can't justify mm-hmm. that when i've just spent that on a pair of football boots yeah so yeah. i don't want to get told off by the wife too much 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> Nike would um help you in some way, but I imagine our inbox is a bit full at the moment. So uh, I, I did email them. They did tell me yeah. to go away. Um, as did most Premier League football clubs. I was so I, I emailed a lot yeah. of football clubs because as part of the raffle, I was going to try and get a signed shirt to raffle off and hopefully raise a bit more money. Um, yeah, I think every single football club just went. Nah, sorry, we get asked so much, and I understand it. They all back their own charities and yeah. do a lot in the community, so I understand it. Mm. But it was a little bit disheartening. Yeah. I think stuff like that's it's easier to say no by email sometimes, isn't it? Like I'm not obviously expecting everyone that is listening to this to understand what I'm saying, but sometimes if you show up to like a football stadium and you speak to the right people. Yeah, sometimes it's harder to say no to that face to face. Yeah, and look, um, I think, yeah. but like you, I, I sent, so I, I like drafted this letter that I, I sent round at work. So it's really, really formal, and you no, know, I, I thought it was a really well composed letter. And my wife, who's an English teacher, she's like, "Yeah, no, you've done really well there. Good emotive language and all of that." And yes, but didn't quite oh. get the response from from big corporations like that but then i say that mm. and uh, father and sons the um designer brand they they sent me two like they sent me a shirt to raffle off yeah they were like yeah here's this for your raffle like fantastic cause well done like yeah um, and th- things like that so there, there are people and there are companies willing to support there are but obviously they do get asked a lot and i understand that yeah i think sometimes it's like companies that are on the up and coming that are up for it if yeah. they're massive established billion dollar companies, yeah, then like you say, they just get absolutely hammered and it probably won't even like reach a human being. It will just reach some sort of automated response. Yeah, so there's a few a few companies for Instagram. So um Jim Tier sent me a load of stuff to go and they do all like mm. t shirts and training gear and things like that. So they sent me a load. Um Power Press Coffee sent oh, yeah. me sent me a couple of t-shirts like they sent me a t-shirt and a few bags of coffee and they've sent me a, mm. a bag of coffee to raffle off as well and their oh, coffee yeah. is absolutely phenomenal you know, I, I can't recommend that enough either mm. um quite, quite a few like companies like that um stone athletic who i know are an yeah. up-and-coming company they, mm. they sent me a t-shirt and a fitness journal and have really been supportive and they're like oh yeah if you tag us in your marathon stuff like we'll we'll share it and things like that and yeah. A few other guys have been really supportive and it's really nice. And I understand, I understand people can't mm. always help, but when you do get that help, it just makes you feel like... Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You feel really good about it. Eases you along the journey, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. There's no resistance. No. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll um, speak to some of the sponsors of this, mate, and I'll see if I can get something moving for you. I can't obviously promise that that will happen, but I try to stay quite local with my sponsors on this. So... um it's nice to actually speak to the sort of the managing directors directly rather than some person at customer service. Yeah. Like that, that would be yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, I'll try my best. Obviously it's, uh, it's a bit late in the day, but I'll, uh, I'll always try my best <laughs> for my guests. But, um, speaking of sponsors, we're going to quickly go to a grind advert. Um, so they are a fitness clothing company based in Weymouth. Um, so I will speak to you in a second. And we will get into video games, music, and some films if you want. Yeah, happy. I'll send you a link in a sec, and we'll get on that. All right, cheers. Cheers. Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. This show is officially sponsored by Grind Fitness and Sportswear Clothing. This active and healthy lifestyle company hails from Weymouth, and do I. Check out their website, which is www.grindlimited, which is L-T-D, UK.com. That's www.grindlimitedUK.com. I've recently been given some of their products to test out, and it's all been absolutely fantastic and very, very comfortable to wear. The base layer doesn't cling to you, and you can really feel the quality of the clothing. Get involved and start your own grind today. If you have any questions regarding any of their products, please feel free to drop me a message on my Instagram page, which is Absolute Bedlam Podcast, or drop Clayton, the CEO, a message on Instagram. His uh, Instagram page even is called Grind, which is G-R-N-D. 
We will be very happy to help you with any inquiries that you have on your way to start your own fitness adventure. Thanks again to Grind for allowing me to promote your products. Right then, back to it. Just to let you know that Grind are currently doing a 25% off everything on their store with my affiliate code, which is Bedlam2021. So that's B-E-D-L-A-M for mother, 2021, which is the year that we live in. Bedlam 2021 at checkout for 25% off all products. Grind. Back to the episode. Welcome back. Hello, how you doing? Yeah, you alright? Yeah, good. Cool. So yeah, uh, all the best, obviously, for the marathon. We'll um, we'll move on a little bit. But um, yeah, between you know now, between now and October, if you do need anything, feel free to drop me a message and I'll see what I can do. Um, whereabouts are you based these days? Did you say you were from um, Paul or Yeovil earlier? No, so I'm, I I grew up in Portland. I'm from Croydon originally, okay. but I grew up in Portland. Um, yeah. And I moved to Bridport um, to be with my wife about five and a half years ago, six years ago. Yeah. But um, we were in the process of selling Amy's flat before we bought the house that we're now currently in. And yeah. we had like a stopgap where we lived in Yeovil for two, two and a half months in service accommodation. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah so I not mm. lived around a bit, but yeah. So I'm, I'm a local to you as well. Like played, yeah, yeah. played, played for Portland, played for Weymouth, played for mm. Dorchester. So yeah, a bit, a bit of a local lad. There we go. Yeah. Next time you're uh, down these areas, then um, we'll go for a coffee or something. Yeah. That'd be we- lovely. We use some of that um, donated stuff you got. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's all good. That's so. There we go. Yeah, I've, I've had a feeling you'd say that. I don't know why, but yeah. Nah, I've, I've got. Um, I, I bought a, a couple of bags off them, and the one they sent me was absolutely ginormous. So mm. slowly getting through that. That got opened at the at the weekend. So because yeah. we had we had um, some friends down, so mm. that that got opened for the first time this weekend, and oh, yeah. it was delightful. Yeah, you'll have to send me the um, names of the companies that sent some stuff and I'll um, give them a shout out in the description of this podcast episode. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that after this. Let's try and get some exposure for everyone involved. Yeah. But yeah, so we're just going to switch gears a little bit. Um, I just want to know a little bit more about you, Anthony, to be honest. So um, music, let's go to music. Okay. So top three slash five favourite albums. Okay. And I also want to know when we used to go to gigs. Imagine that. What's the best band you've ever seen live? So it's completely up to you which question you ask first. Over to you. I'll, I'll go in. I'll go in when we talk. So awesome. Um, number one is definitely Marshall Mavers LP by mm. Eminem. Just yeah. Growing up, it was it was the first album I think I listened to properly, and I was like, this is unbelievable and i had it on tape oh man yeah back in the day and it was recorded off someone's cd version so yeah that's going going back some uh my second one is um a, a guy called j cole uh it's 2014 forest hills drive it's just one of my it's like my go-to album if i'm driving or if i'm going for a run and I, I can't think of what i want to listen to it's always go always go for that it's it's such a good album and some of the songs are incredible and he he does a lot of it on his own and he's worked really hard to get where he is and his music is just phenomenal and then my my third one is a bit of a curveball it's the best of stevie wonder okay yeah cool because the guy in my eyes can do his music is phenomenal his voice so me me and the wife were deep into youtube one night and just going through videos and the carpool karaoke of stevie wonder came up and it sounds like he's in the studio recording. His voice is that perfect. And I was just yeah. like, my God. And that album, just the songs are so uplifting. They're so meaningful as well. And when, when you think about the time he was recording them and going through them, you yeah. just say, like, yeah, they're absolutely unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. I, I need to listen to some more Stevie Wonder. Um, someone I can call kind of like, this is 
probably a bit apples and oranges for the people listening, but I recently listened to um the Joe Wicks podcast. And Okay, uh, yeah, I've not listened to had, that. He actually had Tom Jones on. Okay. And Tom Jones just kind of when I was born at least, as a thirty one year old person, he's kind of just always been this really, really famous singer. Yeah, yeah, yes. Well, I'm 32, just so, just so you don't feel that old. So I'm a month out from you. It's my birthday on the 26th of September. So, uh, oh, well, happy birthday for then if I don't speak to you. Yes, yeah, yeah, nice one. But yeah, Tom Jones has always just seemed like this godlike sort of person, and he actually explains on the Joe Wicks podcast that his wife passed away when he was recording. Oh wow. Like, I just can't, like, what you just said about, like, the turmoil and the sort of things that you go through. But you're not really willing to sort of share with the world because you kind of want to put on this bravado of, like, being a strong, masculine sort of inspirational figure, I suppose. But, yeah, I'm not sure if they're identical as uh, artists. But, yeah, I definitely need to check that out a bit more. Obviously, I know Higher Ground. Oh, yeah, what, what an amazing song that is as well. Red Hot Chili Peppers covered that, so that's the reason I know about that. <laughs> but yeah, apart from that, I'm not really uh, too okay with him, to be honest. I should be. Yeah, but, uh, if, there's just something about him, like his whole demeanour, the fact that he overcame so much and like not like being blind, but writing such incredible music and just unbelievable. Yeah. The... um. Marshall Mathers LP as well. I remember actually buying the Eight Mile single. Okay. From a place called HMV. I remember HMV uh, and Weymouth. Not HMV, MVC. Yes. Where uh, JD Sports is now. Yeah. 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 yeah I remember. And I remember going in there and buying Ace of Spades by Motorhead as well. But I've actually got <laughs> the track list of the single from Eight Mile. Yeah. Track one is Lose Yourself. <laughs> Rap name. Yeah. Three is Wankster, which I've never heard as a word in my entire life since 2002. Yeah. And then we had Eight Mile Radio Edit. Yeah. Have you heard Eight Mile, the actual song? I think so. That's such a good song. It's really catchy. Yeah. It's definitely worth checking that out. But yeah, I absolutely yeah, I love it. Love him. He's awesome. He's just a lyrical genius. He really is. He can just do whatever he wants. Like, if he says, I don't want any phones at my concerts, then everyone's just like, yeah, fair enough. When you yeah. listen to what he raps and how he does it by mm. the syllables, you're like, how on earth? Like, yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody had done that before. Definitely. And it's, oh, it's just, just yeah. absolutely. And to still be going and banging out banging albums mm. after banging albums at 50 yeah. years old yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah he's he's unbelievable but he's he's now at a stage where he can stop but you can tell that he just doesn't want to because he just he loves it so much and he doesn't feel like his story's ended yet no uh, yeah so yeah he he could have probably stopped after the eminem show to be honest but he had this need inside of him to just keep going and the eminem show was dreadful as well so Oh, that's one of my favourites. It's, it's, it's one. It's one of those like you could you could tell we was in a rocky patch there. Mm, yeah, some like, of the songs are a bit risque. But then, like you look at his recent stuff, um, like in like re- the rehab album and all that. It's just it's, he's just back and he's back with a vengeance. And the Marshall Mavis LP two was phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, he can do no wrong in my eyes with his music. Like I'd, yeah. I'd listen to it, all, even when he was having his patch. Like at the mm. time, I was like, "This is incredible." And it's only when you look back and you're like, "Actually, that hasn't aged very well. It's not the greatest." Mm. But... What's your favorite Eminem song? Oh, now that is a tough one. You could pick two if you want. If it's too difficult. <laughs> yeah, I love cleaning up my closet because he bur- he bears his soul in that one. Yeah, he swears at his mum, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like, it feels like he's taking it to another place. He's not just rapping, he's he's opening himself up a little bit. And yeah, I quite like that. And I like Hayley's song as well, but I wouldn't say it was one of my favorites. It's one of those I just, it's just catchy. Uh, yeah, rap rap god is genius. 
Yeah, that's true. The way he does that whole fast section is phenomenal. Because yeah. nobody thought he had that in him, and then he just popped that out in an album. Like in an album. Mm. Uh, yeah, oh, that's a that's a real tough question. That is always of the hard hitting questions here. Yeah, but trying to find two Eminem songs off mm. what's it eight studio uh, albums now? Yeah, that's us Google how many Eminem songs there are in the world. <laughs> oh, so, I, I can't, I can't actually do it. I don't think. Count. Eminem songs total count 289 songs. And you want me to narrow it down to two? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could probably well, narrow it down cool. to two albums. But... <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. Um, I'm trying to think of my two. I think. Oh, God damn. Business. Uh, yeah. I love that song. I think that that was just such a like. It's a mixture of like serious and kind of tongue in cheek taking the mick. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't know what my second is though. Because he's done a lot of silly songs like Please Stand Up and um, yeah. Slim Shady. And uh, yeah, I think potentially off the Marshall Mathers LP, there's a song called Desperation. Yeah, it's very good that's a really cool song because it's quite sort of country rock see off that lp i think dan is the biggest one yeah and it stood the test of time it's so good like about the Mm. whole fandom and what fans do and think it's so so good yeah i'm gonna have to go on a binge yeah i think i have to drive to work tomorrow now i'm a busy man and now i've got to listen to loads of music stevie (laughs) wonder and eminem yeah. Okay. There's worse problems to have, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. Right. So, best band you've ever seen live? I saw Coldplay on their. Um, well, I've seen them twice. I saw them on their Viva La Vida tour. Yeah. At the other two, my friend, my best friend Luke, who now lives in Canada, um, mm. and I've seen them at the Rico Arena on their Milo XI Loto tour when they did all the fashion wristbands and all of that gimmick. Yeah. yeah. They were unbelievable both times. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. When did you get into Coldplay? I didn't. No. <laughs> so Luke had a spare ticket and he was like, Do you want to go? And I was like, Yeah. Right. It was just one of those <laughs> yeah. happy accidents then, sort of things. And then pretty much the same with the second one as well. Someone had a spare ticket and was like, Do you fancy it? I was like, Yeah, all right. Yeah. Same as I, I'd even, I, I'd even <laughs> throw in the wanted. Exactly this. Oh, I'm going to this. I've got a spare ticket. Do you fancy it? And they were brilliant. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I haven't, heard, I haven't heard of the Wanted in a long time. No, but 50 Cent, the one that I, I paid to go and watch 50 Cent, and he was excellent. J. Cole, I saw him at Wireless Festival. Mm. And I, actually, no, I'm going to change that. It's the best person I've seen live is Craig David. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He did a, he did a set at Wireless Festival, like his DJ set. And, Honestly, that guy's voice is impeccable. He's yeah. absolutely brilliant live. He's always just been about, hasn't he? Yeah, well, I grew up, because I grew up in Croydon, I, I like my garage music and the Artful Dodger and all of that. So when he started doing that, I was like, yeah, this guy's unbelievable. And then when he then went on his own and did all his Craig David stuff, like seven days and all that, it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's just unbelievable. I do always get reminded about Bo Selector every time I hear about him, though. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, Craig David. <laughs> Jesus Christ, those were the days. Yeah, back in when the you day. could actually, when you could actually make fun of stuff, and it would be funny rather than, oh, that's offended me as a crossfitting vegan. Yeah. yeah. I, Ricky Gervais made the great point: offense is never, it's never given; it's always taken. So yeah. It's, one of it's my favourite one of my favourite Ricky Gervais quotes ever is just because you're offended it doesn't mean you're right yeah I, I just think that's so like to the core yeah I don't I don't tend to pull punches when I'm um, in the heat of an argument so uh, yeah I can relate to that quite a lot <laughs> yeah but yeah yeah Craig David um, I think he recently did a song with KSI oh that'd be so, great it kind of shows, though, that he's willing to, like, work with this new age of people. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he 
once again, we're going back to the um, sort of Eminem thing of I don't think Craig David really needs to continue. No, but no. he wants to. Like, yeah. there's a difference between getting food in your mouth, and there's a difference between wanting to fulfill a legacy to leave someone behind, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, I 100% agree with that. Yeah, cool, cool answers. Nice one. So, are you much of a gamer, Anthony? I am a huge gamer, yeah. Right, so what are we currently playing and what are we playing it on? Well, I've got PS4 and Xbox Series S. Nice. Um, so, two different groups of people I play with. Like, I've got my, the Xbox lads who... All pretty much all of them live in Nottingham. <laughs> who I used yeah. to play because I used to have an Xbox. I played with them for ages, so like they've got me into at the moment. Uh, Rory McElroy's PGA, mm. which I literally downloaded yesterday because they're all playing it and having a good laugh on it. Uh, Forza Horizon Four, yeah. Because I hadn't played, I hadn't played it, and since playing that, I'm like my mind's blown. I get to drive all the cars I want to drive. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, obviously, Call of Duty, right? I don't think there's anyone in the world that doesn't play Call of Duty at least once or twice. Yeah. Um, big, big fan of Warzone. I, I enjoy it, although it is very sweaty at the moment, which if people yeah. play games, they know what that means. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On, on the PlayStation, I've, I've still... I've, Madden, I like my Madden. Um, yeah. FIFA. But then I haven't really played a lot of FIFA this year. I just, yeah. I just enjoyed them squad builders, which I can do on my phone. So... Oh right, okay. Yeah, I enjoy doing them. Um, yeah. Battlefield One, Battlefield One is one of the most perfect games that I've played. Mm. Oh, and I've got a Switch actually. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, Zelda, <laughs> uh, Breath, of Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, best, yeah. Nice. best game I've ever played. Mm. That is a good game. I really it's want to play that cool. properly myself. Definitely, I one hundred percent recommend it. Need to get myself a Switch. It, they are. They're worth the money, so I've got Smash Brothers on that as well, and I love that. And I've also got Doom Two, yeah, bit of old school Doom, and it's absolutely brilliant. Elder. Every time I go back to it, I'm like, this game is phenomenal. The graphics, like the storyline, yeah, what you can do. That like some of the puzzles that you get in the shrines are really clever, yeah. really, really well thought out. The only thing yeah. that annoyed me was when you kill Ganon, he comes back. I don't know if yeah. you knew, but I'm like, that's that's frustrating because you don't yeah, feel yeah. Like, you don't feel like you completed it. But mm. other than that, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm definitely going to give that a go at some point. Absolutely love Zelda, love Ocarina of Time, love Majora's Mask. So so I, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't into it until this one. Yeah. And it was my friend Adam. He was like, "You need to play this game." And I was like, "I don't think I'll enjoy it." And he was like, "Shut up, get it, play it for an hour, and then tell me you don't enjoy it." I played it for an hour, and I, I, I didn't stop. So, okay, brilliant, nice, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely write that down. Cool, cool. So, um, what's your first memory of games or video games as a child? So. I'm 32, so I remember playing the Atari mm. back in the day. Yeah, man. Yeah. I never had one. It was me, me cousin who had one. So I remember going around and playing the Atari and really enjoyed that. The first console we ever had in the house was the um, Sega Mega Drive. No, it was, yeah. it was SNES. Okay. And yeah, yeah. Like playing Duck Shoot and Super Mario and all of that. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, like this is heaven to me. But my 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 favorite retro game was Rambo on the right, Sega, okay. on the Sega Mega Drive because I love mm. I love the films. Like, I remember watching them when I was young on video. Me nan had them in video, and we commandeered them. And I remember watching it and being like, "This guy's an absolute legend." <laughs> and then the game was phenomenal. But I remember we got to the final level. It took us weeks to get to the final level. Yeah, and then we had a power cut. Oh and man! And I was like. This oh, is absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. And yeah. So me and me and the wife went up to Manchester and they've got a bar up there called um NQ sixty four and it's mm. a retro gaming bar. Cool. And like you pay for like tokens and they've got like point blank two, golden axe. I was playing golden axe on the actual like the arcade system of golden axe. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. 
House of the Dead. Mm, um, that's a game, yeah. House of the Dead was such a mm. good game. Like Time Crisis. Mm. Love Time like, Crisis. I was like, this is phenomenal. I, I remember we had we got the G-Con gun on the PlayStation 1 and we, yeah. we were sat there playing Point Blank and playing like yeah, Time yeah. Crisis and Dino Crisis and mm. Rage Racer, Ridge Racer, Gran Turismo. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ISS Pro Evolution Soccer. All mm. of these. Oh, I've always loved gaming, but yeah, so, the, Atari, the Atari started it all. Yeah. It's funny how we all like seem to go around someone's house. Back in the day. That's like how our discovery starts, isn't it? Yeah. Back in the, back in the day it was. Now it's more, yeah, yeah. I've got a console, but back in yeah. the day it was always, you go around to that one friend yeah. who might yeah, have yeah. And oh, eyes were open yeah. and jaws on the floor, and you're like, "This is heaven." Yeah, my my rich mate's got got this game called Mario. I'm going to go check it out. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, you're pestering your mum and dad for months. Oh, come on, mum. Go on, mum. I'll be a good boy. I'll do the washing up every day. I'll take the dog out. As soon as you got it, you did nothing but sit in your room playing. It. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even in the front room. I remember when we got a PlayStation. It was in it was in the back room actually. It was in a dining mm. room. We had a TV set up in there. Yeah, and we, had, we had Soul Blade, which was Soul before. Blade. Oh, yeah, we complete the hell out of that game. We had oh, Soul Edge for every character, all the weapons. Mm. I was like, this game is incredible. Yeah, so much thought <laughs> into it. Love it. Just um, for all those uh people that aren't quite myself and Anthony's age as well, the reason Anthony was so gutted that Rambo finished just before it actually finished because of the power cut is because back then there wasn't actually a thing called autosave so I'm assuming Anthony that you had to start all over again there wasn't a thing called save it was yeah. start from scratch do the whole yeah. thing again and that game was hard <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I remember oh. when I got when I got a PS2 I had to wait for about six months to get an eight megabyte memory card oh my and I played Onimusha 1, which is a sort of samurai game. Yeah, I remember. Unbelievable. And I, I got so good at the first stage of that that I could basically run through it blindfolded without taking a hit. Because every time I turned my PlayStation 2 off, I had to do that again. Yeah. But I didn't have a memory card. So, yeah, I can totally relate to what you're saying there. Heartbreaking. There we go. We've got through it, though. It was my and first time. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Love it. So, films slash Netflix shows slash whatever you watch. Um, what's your sort of favourite film of all time? And what are we currently watching on Netflix? So, I'm, I'm not much of a Netflixer. Um, yeah. I've been watching Vikings. I never got into it when it was oh, out. Yeah. So yeah. I've been watching that on Amazon Prime, which I'm mm. loving. I'm on season five, so I'm, I know I'm close to the end, and I'm sort of putting off watching it because I've enjoyed it so much. Yeah. Um, favorite film of all times a hard one. Me and my wife have this all the time. Like we're always like going at each other. Like, which one's your favorite? And I've got to... Shawshank's up there for everybody. I, I don't know anyone that's seen that film that isn't going. That's one of my favorites. No. But yeah. for me, I, I, there's something about Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet, the one with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, there's something about the way you put the modern twist on it, the fact that it was William Shakespeare's like play that they've adapted for modern times and put this to oh, it was that film just always sits with me. Yeah, and then there's, and then there's Friday Night Lights, which I don't like, it's an American football film mm. about like this small town, how winning is everything. If you don't win, you're you're never going to get anywhere. And they got like a player in there called Booby Miles who's got this God given talent but won't work hard, won't look after himself, and little things like that. And yeah. oh, it's absolutely yeah. brilliant film. So I, yeah. it's one of those, it's one of those three, but I could I couldn't pick between those three. Yeah. Decent list. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I still need to get Amazon Prime. I have watched quite a lot of Vikings. I can't remember where I got up to. Um, yeah, I might have to get back on that at some point. I, I, yeah. I like the whole Viking 
like I, I I listen. There's a there's a another podcast I listen to called uh, Myths and Legend podcasts. Yeah, um, like I I love King Arthur. I love the Vikings and all stuff like that. So I've actually got a King Arthur and a Merlin tattoo. I've got um. All right. I'm doing. A, I'm getting a half sleeve like made up. So I've got King Arthur mm-hmm. at the moment, which I found a really nice design. And we, me and the tattooist um, who is incredible, a guy called Luke Walker at Stan Proud Tattoo in Bridport. Mm. absolutely phenomenal and the merlin i had merlin done about two months ago and like yeah. it's it's you know, i can't remember the next the next bit's the holy grail going in yeah and, and then i'm getting camelot and as, as much as i can and yeah but um yeah that's that's yeah. that's what got me into it I was, I was listening to a podcast on on Vikings on the Myths and Legend podcast, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh my, this is very good!" Like, yeah. everybody knows about Thor and Odin now because of Marvel. Yeah, yeah. the original stories are completely different, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, really interesting. Yeah. Awesome. There we go. If anyone fancies any of that, then give that a podcast to listen, and uh, we'll go from there. But yeah, I'm just going go to go break. It, yeah. Just going to go to a quick break. Nice, nice save there. Cheers. You're better at this than me. Um, we're going to go to an Archie Soul advert. So Archie Soul are now back open with their male grooming products. So definitely go to archiesoul.com. Um, yeah, I'll speak to you in a second, Anthony, and then we're going to wrap up. Yeah, so I'll speak to you in a sec. Cool. Hey, guys. Hope you're enjoying the episode. Just an ad read from a new sponsor called Archie Soul Grooming. So we have ArchieSoul.com. They've currently got a bit of a sale on at the moment. Uh, basically, long story short, I've not really been looking after myself, uh, especially during lockdown and quarantine. I've always been sort of, I'll deal with it later kind of person, really. Not really bothered about how I look. And I think now is a good time to change that uh especially with like the world opening back up and sort of everyone having massive beards and all that sort of stuff anyway so archie soul have uh beard oil they have razors old school sort of stuff uh power shower uh they sell loads and loads of products from loads and loads of places they're from the uk um and they recently sent me a box of stuff and it's just been breathtaking. It's been a completely new lease of life uh, in terms of like actually using proper soap and actually having an opportunity to sort of care about yourself and sort of give yourself a bit of a lease of life in the morning. Traditionally, I've always um, got up first thing in the morning, thrown some water on my face, said to myself, that will do, and sped off in my car at about 30 miles an hour. So time to change all that sort of stuff and to actually look after yourself and take some accountability, I suppose. So, um, yeah, so get involved at ArchieSoul.com. I have an affiliate link with them, which is Bedlam2021. So that's going to give you 20% off. Companies like American Crew, Anthony, Duke Cannon, who are one of my favourites because they sell the biggest bars of soap I've ever seen in my life. Ace High, Monsieur Barbier, and Anthony. So they stock traditional razors and genuine leather bags for work and for play. And as always, with all of these great companies I work for and promote for, is their priority is an excellent customer experience and they will always go above and beyond for their customers. And there is a guy at Archie Soul called Mark, and he is one of the most responsive people I've ever had the pleasure of dealing with in terms of business. Uh, He's all about getting you what you want at the price that you can afford not going to break the bank like I say at the moment they've got a sale on so check them out at archiesoul.com tell them I sent you using bedlam2021 as the discount code at checkout and thank me later because you are not going to regret this guys 
Thank you very much. And back to it. Questions for you. Okay. So is a Kinder Egg a chocolate treat or a vessel with a prize in? It's a vessel with a prize in because you don't buy it for the chocolate, do you? The chocolate's really bad. It's so bad. It's just and you a get shell. so little. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd say it's uh, an expensive waste, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah. They don't last a long time, do they? They kind of get stuck under the sofa and then we all move on with our lives as if they never existed in the first place. <laughs> Cheese string or baby bell? Baby bell. Sleeping in a tent or sleeping in a caravan? I'll have to say caravan because my wife doesn't do tents, but I do like tents as well. So mm. I, I could take either or. Yeah, it makes sense. There's another one as well that I was uh, going to ask. I can't remember what it is. Is it Jaffa Cake a cake or a biscuit? Oh, that's it. He's got it. Yeah. He, he knows more than me. He's going to take over at this rate, guys. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's in the name. It's a Jaffa Cake. Oh, okay. I think I'm going to have to start keeping score of this one because it's starting to get a bit out of hand. I think I've had three people say it's a biscuit and two people say it's a cake so far. Well, only two of us are right. There we go. Yeah, I think it's a cake. It's not called a Jaffa biscuit, is it? No. And it's mm. only found in the biscuit aisle because it's easier to package and put there than to put with a Mr. Kipling's. So. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it would have to get its own aisle, which is exactly. a just isn't it? Brilliant. Um, yeah, obviously, good luck with your marathon. Thank you. Um, we're all rooting for you here at Absolute Bedlam. Um, I will try and get some people in touch with you before October. Oh, that'd be amazing. And we'll see what we can do, mate. But You're yeah, have diamond. Yeah, let me know when the just giving thing ends as well, and I'll try and sling you a tenner. Yeah. Because uh, you're absolutely smashing the total, which is really good to see, actually, because quite a lot of people do these things and they never quite get the amount that they're after, and it kind of becomes a bit sort of... It's not all about money, obviously, but it kind of... Sometimes it can put the um, the glass ceiling can be hit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. I, I got I got very lucky, very generous people, and a lot of people like yourself supporting me and giving me their time and and their effort. And it's it's all I can ask for, really. Like, cool. yeah, that's it. Be be sure to send me the um just giving link as well when this is all said and done, and I'll put it in the description. If anyone out there feels a bit heavy in the wallet department then i'm sure we can uh, help you out yeah cool um yeah i'll, I'll send that to you I've, I've got it all saved so yeah it is, it is on my instagram as well in my yeah. store bio thing yeah i've just seen that that's cool so the last question i'm going to ask you yep. is, when this is all said and done in marathon land what is your go-to meal deal go-to meal deal see this changes all the time Okay. Because recently my, my wife got me into sushi. I was never into sushi and she got me into sushi. So now sushi becomes a part of it. But yeah. the bog standard, which you can get absolutely everywhere, ham and cheese sandwich, nice cold Coke. But then the cake always changes. But I, I do love a millionaire shortbread. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, millionaire shortbread is, is probably the one. Although if I'm at the co-op, they also do spicy... Spicy, mm. uh, spicy chicken straws if it's from the co-op mm. and they're phenomenal yeah I really like their chicken poppers they do that's yeah that's the one I mean the chicken yeah. poppers yeah they're like they got little, chicken. little pick yeah it's unbelievable mm. yeah they are good yeah yeah I I don't usually go for crisps at the co-op no I usually go but for like it's... a sausage roll or those popcorn things that we just described or the pork pies the pork pies are good hmm well, I like it. We usually go to Tesco on a absolute bedlam, but I quite like a trip now and then to somewhere else. Just, just every, every now and then. Yeah, that's it. Variety is the spice of life, and all that. <laughs> that's exactly it. What was your um go-to drink? Sorry. Uh, just, just Coca-Cola. Just, just kind of Yeah. You noticed um Coca-Cola by the bottle is getting quite rare. 
without and zero. Quite yeah, quite expensive as well. It's like 186 or 190 now. I kind of want to buy a 500 milliliter bottle of Coke and just keep it. <laughs> I just explain to my kids that that's what we used to drink. Yeah, or the original can of Coke that's yeah. now changed to this tall, skinny, ridiculous yeah, yeah. Coke. Yeah, we'd all look at the sugar content and laugh. <laughs> yeah, we would. We, yeah, in a couple of years when they're like, "Oh, yeah, you should only have a gram of sugar a day," and we're like, "What? One of those is like eighty-six or whatever, twenty-six grams of sugar." Yeah, yeah. that's it. Well, Anthony, it's been lovely, and I'll let you eat good chili, mate. Brilliant, thank you. Um, I will speak to you soon. Be sure to send me those um, links as well. Yeah, I will do. I'll, I'll do it straight away. No worries. We're all behind you. And obviously, if anyone can give some money, then put the uh, link in the description of this episode to use. And um, yeah, I'll uh, speak to you all very soon. And best of luck with everything you do, mate. And have a it's good been, weekend. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, enjoy your fireworks. Yeah, we'll do. Got to go. Yeah. Take, <laughs> take care. Take care. Hey guys, just a quick ad read. Ocean Bottle. I recently reached out to this company as I thought their mission statement and attitude were absolutely fantastic. Support livelihoods, stop ocean plastic. These award-winning bottles come in a range of colours, including ocean blue, forest green, obsidian black and sun orange. Each bottle that is bought means the equivalent of 1,000 plastic bottles kept out of the ocean in places where plastic pollution is actually at its worst. These are 100% dishwasher safe and contained double-walled vacuum seals and are made from insulated stainless steel. They keep your cold drinks cold and your hot drinks hot. Join the award-winning team and get your own at www.oceanbottle.co. The current discount code I have access to is on my Instagram page, so please check out the Absolute Bedlam Podcast Instagram page on there to see the most recent one. Thanks to Ocean Bottle for allowing me to spread the good word of environmental sustainability. I cannot wait to get my own Ocean Blue one soon with my podcast logo front and centre. Anyway, back to the episode. Hello everyone, just a quick bonus segment. I've just done a park run with my son Casper and he wanted to come on and say hello. So hello. Hello. Hello world. Hello. What's your name? Casper. Casper. So Casper, what have we just done? We've just been for a jog. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel? Dead. You feel dead? Oh no, that's not good. Do you feel like when you do it, you feel better at the end? But when you're doing it, it's like, oh my god. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you've always got a drink and stuff, though, haven't you? And you've always got your dad running around with you. Do you like it? Yeah. I think we're going to get a medal soon, aren't we? Because we've been a lot, haven't we? 22. I can't remember. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Really? Yeah, we've done it twenty-two. That's how much. You oh, is that what the match. medal is? Okay, cool. We'll have to find out how many we've done and see. Anyway, so you wanted to talk about food, didn't you? My favourite thing in the So, earth. what is your favourite food? Macaroni. Macaroni cheese. Yeah. You like fajitas as well? Mm. That's my favourite. Enchiladas. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Piranhas. Piranhas. I don't know if they'll get that joke, though. No. It's worth a shot, isn't it? So, how many compliments did we have about your hair today being green? Two compliments, and how many did we have last week? Eleven. Eleven. The popularity is starting to diminish, isn't it? When I was on the park, when I ate a tree. You ate a tree? What? Why are you telling me on the podcast about that? I don't know, because I was hungry, and I was, the closest thing was a tree. The closest thing was a tree, and you just ate it? Yes. We'll have some cereal when we get back. It's not a big deal. No, well, I can't have cereal now. You can't go around to just eating trees all the time. No. Goodness me, Casper Deforestation Garbutt. Is that your name? Yeah. And last question I've got for you, Casper, is what's your favourite film? Uh, He's thinking about it. This might take a while. This might take a while. I don't know. Your favourite film ever? I don't know. You know? Do you like Marvel? You must 
I don't know what your favourite film is actually. Oh, so we're gonna be we're gonna be here hours just me thinking. Oh, we won't do that then. Um, what's another question I want to ask? I think that's it really. Yeah. We'll do another one of these soon though, if people want. We'll ask some more questions. What are we doing for the rest of the day? Um, I don't think we're doing much today, are we? We're not seeing Nanny. Yeah. We'll see Nanny tomorrow for fireworks, though, won't you? You're excited about that, aren't you? Right, do you want to say goodbye, then? Hello. Wow, so edgy. Bye, everyone. Bye. See ya. Hope you enjoyed that episode guys um i'm just doing this as a pre-recorded segment because i always forget please consider subscribing for weekly uploads um sometimes i do two in one week so yeah please do uh consider sharing this with your friends and telling everyone that you know and yeah i'll see you in the next one cheers